all of we actually me and Russ both were just now before the pod started. We tossed a load to the. <laughs> oh, that's really just made me feel ill. Sorry, <laughs> it's not. It's not pleasant. It's a load. It? I've just been making pancakes. Come on. <laughs> Welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. It's the news edition. Uh, this week, slightly different. We're going to do news this week and topic next week because I'm on holiday. Uh, to joining us then. To joining us. To joining to us. To joining then. us. Uh, no classic threesome in the fuck bunker because... Uh, uh, okay, they're eventually... Keep trying, keep Tom, Tom is... Uh, what's Tom doing now, Russ? Well, he got away from that badger thing, didn't yeah, he? But, yeah. Uh, he's he's <clears> had <throat> an extended stay in hospital just to get all his... Uh, all his little claw marks seen to because they were very rough with him this time. They were. Mm. A little too rough. Little too, I mean, he kind of likes it. He, he does ask for it a bit, mm. but he then needs to uh, have an extended sort of ointment session afterwards to uh, yeah. to tend to his little... His I little mean, let's be honest, they're not badgers. They're people dressed up as badgers. Well, he thinks they're badgers. He thinks that's they're all, badgers. That's the important that's thing. That's the important thing, yeah. So it's just a twosome in the fuck bunker. One-on-one... Lots of eye contact, very sweaty. Um, and uh, joining us, our Scottish contingent up in the kinky kitchen. Was that what Tom always goes with? I don't know. It's Duncan. Duncan, <laughs> how are you? Uh, hello. Um, well, I'm all right, I suppose. Sort of being able to breathe is always quite nice. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yeah. We're off to a flyer so far. For, for, for it, context for other people, Duncan's yeah. had a cold. Yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> is it, no, I haven't. It's more uh, my asthma's flared up, so that's okay. always fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that um, yes, uh, it's been cold. We've had some snow on the hills. It's been pretty mm. at times. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. In case you guys were wondering, I've put some new. Uh, I've put, put got a new moisturiser using E forty five on my hands now, and they, it's oh, yeah. working a treat. Like Neutrogena. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's much much nicer than than what I was using before. Good, very happy with that. I, I'm, I've been reading uh, Tiamat's War, Tiamat's War, yeah, which is excellent. It's the eighth Expanse book. Yeah, okay. and how how does that moisturise your hands? Hmm. Uh, well, <laughs> actually, amazingly, not very well because there's amazingly not, as much not very well <laughs> because there's not a lot of Amos. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Um, uh, right, got a lot of news to get through, so let's 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 news, 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 news. So let's stop fucking about. Um, did you did anyone see Ninja's take on 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 people that are happy with losing games? So you're Most. to assume that there was a news article that had the word Ninja <laughs> in the headline, and you think I would read it? Um, is this was this on Twitch? Yeah, no. Well, he's a mixer streamer now, isn't he? Oh, he's a mixer. It's, yeah. it's, Russ, do you understand? I actually do. Mixer is Microsoft's one, isn't it? And it they're is. paying lots of money to get people like Ninja to go away from Twitch. That's exactly so who owns Twitch? Yeah. Who who owns Twitch? Oh. Bill. Someone. Yeah. Um so he's frustrated because people were people say it's just a game to him when when he loses. 
Uh, and this is his tweet. The phrase, it's just a game, it's such a weak mindset. You're okay with what happened, losing, imperfection of a craft. When you stop getting angry after losing, you've lost twice. There's always something to learn and always room for improvement. Never settle. That followed a video where he's talking about comparing himself to Tom Brady and LeBron James. Um, and about how, how they're allowed to get angry and he's not. Um, and it's just dumb. And like, if, you, if you're okay with losing, then you're just dumb. It's not just a game. Sounds like the biggest problems in his own head, personally. I, I mean, I don't really have a problem with him talking like that in the sense that like, he does do this competitively. Yeah. To me, it's just a game. Yeah, but I exactly. Don't, I don't have millions of dollars on the line. M- m- but, much like when I play basketball. Yeah, it's it is just a game. It's just a game for me as well. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, don't compare yourself to LeBron James and, and Tom Brady because you are not an athlete. So I went out of my way to find videos of the most heartbreaking losses for both Tom Brady and LeBron James and how they reacted in the interviews afterwards um with dignity um yeah. generally sit there in a suit and just go yeah we had didn't play well enough we had to play better yeah it's one thing not being ha- not accepting yeah losing but you don't strop about it and exactly cannot overestimate this enough esports people very talented yeah very skilled not athletes not athletes stop whining stop being such whiny little bitches about it as well mm. um I, I, it's made me really hate Ninja. I'm 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 on one with him now. Like he is he is clearly a prize dickhead that got too rich got too rich too quickly. Uh, I respect people competitive gamers, and I refuse to call it esports. Um, I, I respect competitive gamers because yeah. they are incredible at what they do, and they have put a time a ton of time and effort and. Um, Bit of time. I, I, I saw I you just set that alarm for like two seconds. No, no, I said it, it for seven minutes. I was just checking my. Uh, I thought I saw something pop up. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Oh, so satisfying, isn't it? Yep. I have my beer before. Next week. Huh? Um, yeah. the, I mean, I would have respect for ninja mm. if when he's 40 he is still up there with the younger kids doing yep. his gaming well he um, won't be because fortnite will be long dead by that mm. point so well whatever's new then because mm. brady managed to change his game uh, playing style and game to stay at the top yeah uh he's he, brady was 41 uh, he's the goat, and uh, he was still making jumps like Wes Welker. <laughs> yeah. That is like my, my a joke. Wife, my wife's left me, but he's the goat. He's, he's, the, he's still the goat. That's a joke that no one listening to this podcast will get. But listen to the Gridiron Gentleman, you might get that joke. So yeah, doesn't Paul Edge listen to this? He does. Yeah, Paul. Paul will get this. Yeah, we've got to get yeah. past the point where we can like name, name our, our listeners. listeners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of people saying that Fortnite is kind of dying out. Yes. And like the the numbers on the streams are going down. Well, they keep trying to reinvent themselves. There was some some news article about someone from Apex Legends being unhappy about a feature that's been put in Fortnite that was in Apex, but couldn't be bothered about it. Mm-hmm. That's how little I care about it. I've got about thirty tabs open here. That wasn't one of them. Mm-hmm. Move on. Yes. Yeah, I was. Um, let's have a look. Where are we going to go next? I've got loads of news. Oh, Jurassic World Three. Have you heard about this? Heard about this? Have you seen about this? Oh, what what about specifically it. about it? It's been compared to. Oh, hang on. Oh, it's been compared to Avengers Endgame or something. Yeah, because it's going to have Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum in it. Bear in mind, they they banged on for ages about how Jeff Goldblum was in the last one, and he was in it for about two minutes. Yeah, like in the courtroom. Also, none of them were in Endgame. 
No, they weren't. No, but apparently more people might be. It's gonna, it's gonna have everyone in it. Is what he said. Chris Pratt said everyone. Yeah, there we go. All the dinosaurs for starters, even the ones that melted on the island. It's quite sad actually thinking about it. So. Presumably, there's gonna have to be yet another island covered in dinosaurs somewhere because yeah, the last the other one, one exploded. Exploded, didn't it? Mm. Oh, but they're they're on the mainland now, aren't they? That's what happened at the end of the last one. Spoilers. I've not, I've, I've not seen it. Oh my god, it's really good. Like, I didn't like Jurassic World, even though uh, Colin Trevorrow now is is one of my heroes for just that script and the artwork that goes with what would have been a better version <laughs> of whatever fucking film we got. This one's for Nicola now, like naming the naming the, the people that listen. Um, it's always impressed when we manage to get a uh, when we manage to slag off uh, Rise of Skywalker in podcasts, even when we're not meant to be. Yeah, but yes. Um, Fallen Fallen Kingdom is really really good, like the second Jurassic World film is really really good. So I'm semi excited about this, but there has been more bad Jurassic World Jurassic Park films than good ones. So there's been two two good ones. No Jurassic Park Jurassic World, all of them together. Oh right, sorry, yeah. I mean yeah. So yeah, uh, hostile director, hostile director. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Hostile at director. Let's. <laughs> Hostiles, hostile director uh, Eli Roth is apparently directing a Borderlands movie. I mean, put it on the big heap of video game based movies that I'm very skeptical about. Really, you're not a Borderlands fan? No, I am, but there's just there's just never been a good video game movie, has there? No, but there's been a. It's not really a video game TV series, is there? Is it? But uh, we'll be talking about it after this. So, um, it's a book TV series, I suppose. But mm-hmm. um, uh. <clears throat> Sonic's meant to be all right, from what I hear. Is it? Everything I've heard is it's meant to be all right, yeah. Everything I've heard of is it's not the steaming pile of shit it looked like to begin with. <laughs> it's just a very bad... Do you, do you think that was a work of marketing genius when they realised it was going to be not that great? No, because it, it was too far along. It would have cost too much money. No, but as in, they they saw it and went, this is going to be okay. Right, make it, a tur- make it look like we're about to release a turd, drum up all this interest, and then actually release the original... It's, it's it's okay. No, so. they wanted it, but they did the right thing because the alternative is cats. True. Which a yes. film nobody's seen that film. Everyone hates that film. I really wanted to go see it. Hmm. So yeah, but uh, I base my opinion on the excellent review that uh, Side Stories last podcast on the left Side Stories did of Cats, uh, which I think is probably the most detailed. They're and fucking fair obsessed with it. They are. Uh, yeah. And it's, and you know what? I probably would have a similar view, maybe. Okay, you have to tell people what that view is. You know that, right? <laughs> I would have a similar view, maybe. You could well, say that about it, literally wasn't anything. Henry, wasn't Henry basically saying it was sexy? He, he had very mixed. It was scary because of the cats, people's faces, but they were sexy cats. And now it's all very confusing. It looks fucking terrifying, personally, yeah. but there we go. Mm-hmm. Um, Watchmen, the TV series, prompts Oklahoma schools to include lessons on Tulsa Race Massacre. So a uh, a piece of fiction has forced uh, schools to actually look at something that actually happened in real life yeah, that should impressive. have been looked at previously. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Watchmen yet. I've seen the first couple of episodes. But what's, what's it on? Uh, it was on Sky Atlantic, hmm. or for, oh. for you, Pirate Bay, or whatever it is that you you'll probably have to get it from to watch <laughs> it. But um, it's um, 
it's meant to be really good and this is like further proof that th- th- this is having the watchman continues to have a lasting effect on things mm-hmm. way past when the actual graphic novel was released years ago so I'm, i've I'm, just finished re- i've just finished reading v from vendetta what do you think it fucking awesome much better it than was, the film i actually never saw the film but oh, the film it was pants. oh my god it was mm. so good not the film i haven't mm. seen the film but ah oh, it's so good yeah yeah no, no it's unfortunately good. so believable if you ignore the <clears throat> sort of bit about i know well, i know you can't ignore mm. it necessarily about the nuclear war but mm. you know we wouldn't really survive one but that kind of society and you go shit it's probably quite easy to go down that route mm. he's tempted to go yeah. down a um a, an alan moore rabbit hole there now well yeah i'm probably uh, well didn't he do did he did what he did watchman yeah 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 i'm tempted to go and try and get watchman as well yeah yeah it, it's watchman's worth a read uh the killing joke the batman story the killing joke he did yeah, that as definitely. well that's excellent as well uh, his his take on Swamp Thing is brilliant. Like takes something just utterly dumb and does and takes it very very seriously. Yeah, did a lot of League of Extraordinary yeah. Gentlemen as well. And he? also, I look a bit like him. So <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did a lot of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen as well. From Hell as well. Mm. Really interesting. And then it's a hop, skip, and a jump over to Grant Morrison, and then you got some more weird witch <laughs> goings on as well, because both of them are apparently rival witches. Or rival wizards, sorry. So that that's something. But I, I thoroughly recommend um yeah, read some Alan Moore, then read some Grant Morrison, that they're kind of in the same kind of level of com- of genius when it comes to comics, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Right, moving on. Yes. Now's <clears throat> uh, Xbox. Phil Spencer was on um on a podcast recently talking about the new Xbox. Um, and uh, a lot going on with this. So, the specs for starters, it's going to have 12 teraflops. I mean, that's a lot of you plots. Can get, you can get pills for that kind of thing, can't you? Well, <laughs> this this is the pill for that kind of thing for me. That's what I can tell you. 12 teraflops, The um, I believe the Xbox One X had 6 teraflops. Or eight, maybe nine. Actually, I don't know. Some number. It's teraflops. They had a load of teraflops, but not as many as this one. <laughs> Uh, variable rate shading. Okay, great. Uh, DirectX ray tracing. Ray it's tracing is the same words now. Mm. Um, quick resume for multiple games. That is very. That is really like that's a proper. Like when you first realise that the Xbox is doing that, it's like, oh, this is amazing. That's a really cool. So it does it for one game so far. So you can yeah. turn it off, come back in, and boom, you're still in one yeah. game. Because you never like there's none of that like got to get somewhere where i can yeah, save yeah. it you just turn it off and yeah. go and do something else and come back and you can carry on playing it's great it's awesome yeah i i didn't realize it did that and it's it's been very enjoyable to be able to do that yeah well this so you're gonna be able to have like three things going at the same time and just dive straight into them bonza um smart delivery have you seen this oh um so this is i'll, I'll read out what comicbook.com has written um the technology empowers you to buy a game once and know that whether you are playing it on Xbox One or Series X, you are getting the right version of that game on whatever Xbox you're playing on. Uh, we're making the commitment to use smart delivery on all our exclusive Xbox game titles, including Halo Infinite, ensuring you only have to purchase the title once in order to play the best available version for whichever Xbox console you choose to play it on. 
technology is available for all developers and publishers and they can choose to use it for titles that will be release, released on Xbox One first and come to Xbox Series X later. Okay, so if that means you can buy it when you've still got an Xbox One yeah. and then when you upgrade, you still own the game. And then it upgrades it to whatever version it's on upgrades, that. Yeah. Then that's actually pretty good. It's fucking great, right? Mm. Cyberpunk has been announced that the uh, project CD Projekt Red has announced that when you buy the Xbox One version of Cyberpunk... You're, you're also buying the X, the Series X Series version. X version of it as well. That is good. Because awesome. other than that, all that means is it will download the one that's compatible yeah. with your device, which isn't that smart. Well, it's it, just, it, it just puts an end to uh, remastered versions of things. Yeah, you're, you're, you've bought the remastered version at the same time you bought the original exactly, version. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, Next-gen SSD, so faster hard drive, basically. HDMI 2.1 support. Isn't HDMI up to, like, version 4 now or something? I don't know. Anyway, that, so that'll be whatever the HDMI number is that supports 4K HDR. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. potentially 8K as well at that point as well. So um, Nobody is ever going to have an 8K telly. No. It need to be the size of a wall. Uh, dynamic latency inputs. Great. Yep. Uh, backwards compatible with Xbox, Xbox One, and Xbox 360. <laughs> I mean, it not being backwards compatible with the Xbox One would basically be unforgivable, yep. I think. But, but the fact going back you- to the 360 is good. So any, nice. any of the games that were, any of the games that were backwards compatible on the Xbox One that were 360 or Xbox games are backwards compatible on the the, the Xbox Series X as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, a fastest, most powerful console ever designed uh, for a console generation that has yet has you at its centre, right, Spencer? Means high fidelity gaming experience enclosed in a quiet and bold design with the ability to discover thousands of games across four generations, all with more playing and less waiting um i think sony has a lot to to match there yeah i mean it the smart way to call it does feel like xbox are ahead on the smart one, delivery thing is i that that's a potential game changer in my opinion and that's the sort of thing i mean like technically that is not difficult to do at all it's no. the sort of thing that requires you to have the buy-in of a lot of developers yeah and the fact that Microsoft owns so many of its developers is really exactly, going to yeah. help so, with that. Well, the fact that if you because got... that's not really a technology, thing. no, that's just that's a licensing and agreeing with the suppliers kind of a thing. But if you've got Game Pass as well, mm. you're downloading the game and then you're downloading the Series X version of the game when you. I suppose it doesn't change too much because yeah. if you've got Game Pass anyway, you're already paying for it. But I, I, I am, I am a fan of that and excited about the new Xbox. I already was anyway, so you know it doesn't make any difference. Um, when does it land? Uh, holidays 2020 apparently. So, mm-hmm. so which holiday? What? I was literally just reading that verbatim from the thing in front of me, but <laughs> it's uh, yeah, Christmas time, uh, twenty twenty, so November December time, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um. Yes. Um Let's move on then. Mark Ruffalo says Kevin Feige nearly quit Marvel Studios while making Avengers. This is really interesting. Mm. So Mark Ruffalo said he had a chat with Kevin Feige uh, where he said, listen, I might not be here tomorrow. And he's like, Ike Palmuta, this is during um, Avengers Assemble, Palmuta does not believe that anyone will go to see a female starring super movie. So this was the guy. Do you remember there was a guy that was in charge of Kevin Feige? Yeah. And then he was quickly dispatched. Uh, well, this is why, by the sounds of things, because I'd imagine Kevin Feige went, it's him or me. 
Yeah. And then they called him in and mm. they fired him. So, yeah. That was the turning point for Marvel, Ruffalo added. Kevin Feige wanted black superheroes, women superheroes, LGBT superheroes. He changed the Marvel universe. We now have gay superheroes, we have black superheroes, and we have female superheroes. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah. It obviously stunted it a little bit, though, didn't it? Because it took ages before anything like that came out. But Yeah, I mean, still torturously slow but at least it's going in the right direction yeah uh cyberpunk obviously has confirmed a uh a ps5 an xbox series x version it's a tiny bit of news we discussed that uh let's move on then oh yes. the battles nows the batman set photos mm-hmm. um they're filming up near you aren't they duncan yep it is awesome i told them uh, i mm. said they the bbc had it well BBC scotland had a bit of a mm. clip of a bike going through the necropolis Mm. which is the most metal thing you could do because Mm. it is one of the most awesome places i mean it really is the city of the dead it's Mm. near the cathedral as well and it's it's just a hill of gravestones and mausoleums and it's also near the tenants factory but anyway um (laughs) brewery um but that's by the by uh yeah It, it looks really cool it does, and it yeah. was a rainy day as well. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, Metal and, as fuck. So as a result, we got to see the costume, or like the pre CGI mm-hmm. costume. Anyway, I think it looks pretty cool. I kind of like it. Like kind of thrown together. The bike just looks like a bike. It doesn't look out like anything too special at the moment. Yeah. This is obviously like early Batman, like where he's he's just trying to f- feel around and try and figure out what he can do. But I think it looks the. The costume looks quite cool. It looks like an one of the Arkham costumes, which is what we were kind of half promised. So, so yeah, it looked proper gritty. Yeah, which was nice. Yeah, this this Batman film might be quite good. Just hope we don't get the origin story again. We don't need it. Uh, Everybody knows. You know, we don't need to see Uncle Ben get shot again. We don't need to see Batman's parents get shot again. Did such a good job of that. I mean, uh, this this new Spider Man once. Where he's where he starts explaining it, mm. and um, and Iron Man just kind of like loses interest because <laughs> everyone knows it already. Um, and Batman, they just can't seem to help themselves in anything where there's a, a remotest chance there's a Batman origin story. But it's, it's not the interesting. Oh, it's not the interesting bit anymore. No. Nope. Um, Jordan Peele is producing uh, a, a Candyman sequel, in which I'm, I'm kind of cool with. So that should be coming in summer. His Twilight Zone series is out soon as well. Isn't yeah, it? that looks that fun as well. Really is good. it a remake? Because it looks like there are episodes that are remakes of. So I'm, like, not, I'm not that familiar with all the classic, classic Twilight. There's Zone the Gremlin stuff. on the on the, the wing, wing of the one. plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think from what I understand, that's getting a remake. So. I also get really confused between actual yeah. Twilight Zone and, and the episodes Simpsons. of the Scary Door. The Scary Door. That's it. Yeah. The scary. <laughs> the scary door. Um, the other thing is, if there's a gremlin on the plane, which gremlin is it going to be? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be uh, the smart gremlin? Is it going to be <laughs> the Batman gremlin? Is it going to be the electricity <laughs> gremlin? Noun and gremlin, noun and gremlin. You're like a child. Um, Not just in the movie, it is in, in the, the movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to be the lady gremlin with the little gremlin you had me at, little gremlin for JJ? What about Hulk Hogan, the Hulkster? Cultural <laughs> icon, phenom. Is he going to be in this? Okay, so Jurassic... Breaking news mm. as we're talking. Jurassic World 3 has a title now. Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, That's nice mm-hmm. and vague, isn't it? I'll do. 
Someone's been digging through their thesaurus. Yep, definitely. Uh, podcast, so we've got to talk about the coronavirus. Uh, loads of stuff happening with this. Uh, obviously, uh, loads of companies now dropping out of GDC and PAX East. So Sony have dropped out of both. Electronic Arts have just dropped out of GDC 2020 as well. It kind of makes sense not to be flying loads of employees around. Of course it does, yeah. yeah just... I don't have any issue with it. It makes mm. it makes perfect sense, so yeah. Um, but it's it's obvious that these companies are taking this seriously, especially considering we've got um, conference season coming up in terms of gaming. Yeah, they're multinational companies that will have huge operations in that part yeah. of the world, so it kind of does make sense. Um, this makes me glad that Tom's not here because I think he'd have a rant about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Wars first wave of High Republic books and comics are announced. Okay. So, whereas old canon is gone, mm-hmm. this is new canon. Uh, Project Luminous uh, officially been revealed. There was a uh, bold new era of storytelling from the Star Wars universe. Um, High Republic features the Jedi's as we've always wanted to see them as true guardians of peace and justice. This so, is, is, this, is this what we would always used to call the Old Republic? I'm guessing so. They're now calling it the High Republic optimistic time when the Jedi and the Galactic Republic are at their height but of course into this glorious new era something wicked this way comes so there's a load of books that have already been announced okay and the comics might I always enjoyed the comics Uh, but this is canon this will be canon unlike the yeah and it's establishing context for a possible film or TV series as well Uh, so the High Republic Into the Dark Um, we've got uh, A Test of Courage um, and we've got uh, what's this one? The High Republic Adventures. So the, it, it set itself aside as from like everything we've seen so far. Yeah, doing its own thing basically. I think, and I, I quite like that. Nice. Um, it, yeah, it looks quite interesting. And we saw we've seen a Wookiee Jedi as well. One of them, Yay. one of the Jedi, is a Wookiee. Mm-hmm. And there's also a Nautilin there as well. There's a what? What Nautilin? What's a Nautilin? Kit Fisto, man. Oh, nice. Yeah. So so we've got another one of them. Little uh Yay. Little tentacly little fella. Little tentacly boy. Excellent. Good. Um what else have we got? I've I opened about four tabs on that one. So that's yes. uh, I've got some news. Go on in. News. Elon Musk revealed uh the science sci fi series that inspired him. Mm-hmm. A series of books that inspired him to try and push especially with his space program razzle from when he was good no they're the very funny um the foundation series by isaac asimov ah he he actually still says people should read it but he said it really influenced his uh put on on the mindset of why he is who he is and doing what he does Mm. he um didn't he put a giant picture of um, Elite Battle Angel on, like one of his spaceships or something, spacecraft or something? I don't know. I find Elon Musk in equal amounts inspiring and very annoying. <laughs> yeah, there is something about him, isn't there? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, more news. Betrayal, the board game. There's a Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. version of it coming out, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So Betrayal is a game where you're a group of people, you go into a house, events happen, and eventually one of you turns out to be a traitor by something that happens in the events. So then all of a sudden it becomes three versus one. So I love the idea of Scooby-Doo that 
that there's not a traitor, but you're all still going to the house to figure out what's going on and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool idea if I didn't just think Scooby-Doo was really boring. <laughs> so, um, yeah, exciting times. Cool, cool. Um, Nils. Series X, we've done that. Ninja, we've done that. <laughs> Halo, Halo Infinite Nerf Blasters. Have you seen these? No. They are awesome. They're Nerf guns. They look like... Yeah, I'll show you a picture. Hang on. If I can swing it around. Like they're still still brightly coloured and stuff, but... Halo I like that the needler is quite I kind of want the it? needler, yeah. Nerf. And if you get six of them in someone, does it explode? Yeah. Ah. Awesome. The needler is one of the most fun guns in Halo. I like the needler. A lot mm. of people don't like it. But I kind of want to. I kind of want to get my hands on one of them at least. So if you're listening, three four three, <laughs> or either of our listeners are listening, if you could let them know. Of course, before that game comes out, I really need to bother completing the last one. No, you don't. No, I'll read no. the wiki. Yeah, there you go. That's the way forward. Uh, game of Thrones star Christopher Hidju. Hidju. Mm. He plays the guy with the beard. In, I mean, that's a lot of, of them. The ginger beard, big ginger beard guy. Tormund. Yeah, Fancy's the tall lady. Yeah. 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 Okay. He's going to be in The Witcher season two, apparently. I'd say he's oh, em- okay. eminently yeah. suited to that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, character Novellan. Who's Novellan? Um, Is he another Witcher? No, I think he might be. Wasn't listed instead, the codename Nigel. Hang on. Obviously, close that down. Uh, he's from The Last Wish the character was featured in a story where he was cursed to take on a monstrous appearance from the outside Ah, never mentioned the first season of the I've read The Last Wish as well Uh, oh yes oh my god he'll be really cool then that's a really cool character he's a Awesome. He's very funny in Game of Thrones. Yeah. No. Well. He. He. he, Yes. I could see that. Then that would that would work really well. So yeah. Um. Sam Neill in Jurassic World. Watchmen. Oh, I think we're coming to the end of the news. I think we're getting there. Games with gold for March. Uh, Batman: The Enemy Within. Complete season. Mm -hmm. Shantai: Half Genie Hero. Mm -hmm. Castlevania: Lord of Shadows Mm Two. And Sonic Generations. Mm -hmm. For the Xbox. All coming there. Tom Holland and Chris Pratt want to start an Avengers D&D game. Get the Avengers together and play D&D with them. I would watch Oh, right. So they want to play D&D with the rest of the Avengers. Yeah. Not an Avengers-themed yeah. role-playing game. Yeah. No, they want to want to get the cast of the Avengers together to, to, to play D&D. I mean, that could be... I'd watch the shit out of that. That could be quite cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, and... Well, after, after the big party scene in yeah. um, Age of Ultron, it does make you realise that you just want a movie which is nothing really happens yeah and it's just them sitting around having a few beers even the the 20 second scene at the end of um uh assemble yeah. where, where they don't say anything yeah they're just sitting yeah. there eating yeah yeah as long as you get joss whedon in to write it it'll be awesome oh people would argue that um that might not be the case because they want the snyder cut so bad still gonna be shit um that's it that's the news Yes. Yes. Thanks for listening. If you want to contact us, hit us up on any of the social medias at TMTOOH. We've also got the sister pod, which is uh, Theatrical Cut Pod on Instagram and Theatrical Cut on Facebook. And you can hit them up. They're talking about courtroom dramas this week. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that should go up in the next couple of weeks. Thanks for listening. 
uh, we're back next week uh, to talk about our spoiler cast for the Witcher TV series. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah. So go toss your coin to your Witcher before then and get ready for it. Ta-ra. Hey, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> You've done no good.